We were at a staff meeting a few weeks ago, maybe it was more than a few weeks, before Pastor Jerry went on vacation. He said, all right, I'm going to be on vacation. And he said, uh, Pastor Daryl, you've got this Sunday, and Pastor Jeff, you've got this Sunday. And then he looked down and he said to Craig, what Sunday night do you want? And so uh, so here he is. It's, our, it's Craig's Sunday night. We're looking forward to hearing what the Lord's laid on your heart to share with us. And so it's all yours, Craig. How y'all doing? I'm a bit nervous, so which is which is ridiculous. But I appreciate this opportunity, and I appreciate even more just those that do this on a regular basis. I've known about this for about six weeks, and up until about 45 minutes ago, I wasn't completely tying down with what was going to go on. So, all right, Father, thank you so much for this. This opportunity, I thank you for uh, just the, the folks that you've brought out this evening. I thank you for um, what you've given me to share this evening, what you've put on my heart, and and you know it's been tweaked and trimmed and and practiced and worked on, and now it's in your hands. And that's there's no better place to be. So I pray that you give me the boldness to speak what you have me to say, and ears to hear. And I thank you again for this evening, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, to uh, slip in slowly, I'm one of those that gets into a swimming pool, you know, slowly, I don't just jump in. We're going to start off with some Thanksgiving trivia, okay? You might know some of this stuff, you might not. Uh, Did you know that domestic turkeys, those are the ones we eat, okay? Domestic turkeys are pretty slow and they can't fly. You knew that? But they're wild brothers, wild turkeys, they can run up to 25 miles an hour. And they can fly up to 55 miles an hour. Did you know that? You do now. That's right. That's why they're not eating. They're waiting for their domestic guys to get eaten. Did you know that Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the national bird? Okay. Y'all knew that. I don't know if that means that we would have been eating, you know, bald eagles on Thanksgiving. I have no idea, but Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the national bird. Did you know that Macy's did not sponsor the first Thanksgiving parade? No, okay. That honor belongs to a store called Gimbel's. It's a department store in Philadelphia. They had their first parade in 1920, four years before uh, before Macy's did their Thanksgiving. And last bit of trivia, and then we'll we'll get serious. On Thanksgiving Day in 2007, two turkeys earned a trip to Disney World. They were pardoned by President George W. Bush, and they were flown from the White House to Orlando, where they served as honorary grand marshals for the Disney World Thanksgiving Day Parade. Your tax dollars at work right there. All right. Um, God's word is clear. He says in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So I just want to take 20, 25 minutes to talk about uh, some reasons and some ways to give thanks. First, I want to note that, did you know that November is National Adoption Month here in the United States? Did you know that? Okay, some of y'all did. It's a little obscure fact, but I think it's especially appropriate for us as Christians, uh, because uh, as we know, our sins orphaned us from our Heavenly Father, but his son Jesus died in our place and purchased our salvation. And as a result, 
Each of us as Christians has been adopted into the family of God. That's something to be thankful for. All Christians have received the spirit of adoptions as son and daughters, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. And now we have the privilege of sharing with others that saving grace that we've received. That's pretty cool. And we should be most thankful for our adoption into the family of God. And we have so much to be thankful for. I'm thankful that we live in the best country on the face of the earth. That's a blessing. Our national pride is a source of a lot of good. Uh, our can-do spirit, our, our never-say-die attitude, our commitment to defend our country both at home and abroad, our willingness to export our American democracy, those are all good things. National pride is good. But sometimes pride is also the source of our greatest failings, right? Because self-reliance keeps us from spirit-reliance. It turns us from God to ourselves, and that's a bad place to be. And that's why I think Thanksgiving, this past week that we've, we've gone through, is such an, an important season of the year. And really, it should be a lifestyle. It shouldn't be just one day a year. It should be every day of the year a lifestyle of gratitude. And when we take time to thank God for his blessings to us, and we position ourselves as creatures before our creator, Put us in the right position. We acknowledge our dependence on Almighty God and our need of his provision, his sufficiency, and we admit that we have nothing by our own merit. Everything is by his mercy, right? So thanksgiving is giving thanks. Very good, thank you. But here's the deal. You can't give a gift without a recipient, right? Okay, you're, it'd be crazy. It'd be like, you're basically littering. Okay, you can't give a gift without a recipient. And, and a lot of people celebrate Thanksgiving in sort of a general way, right? Uh, I'm thankful for friends, I'm thankful for family, thankful for good fortune. But we as Christians, we give our thankfulness and our gratitude to the one who gave us those things, right? He's the recipient of our gratitude. He's the one, the only one who's worthy of him. Cornelius Plantinga, and let me just... Let me just apologize in advance. On, on Tuesdays, we do staff meetings, and we have this rotation. Each staff member does a devotion and everything. We go around, and we each take a turn. And see, for some reason, I seem to pick some random people to quote. I don't know why, but does anybody know Cornelius Plantinga? He is not from Suches. He's, he would probably fit in there. Actually, what's interesting about Cornelius Plantin, Plantinga Jr. is that his father was also Cornelius Plantinga and thought that name was good enough to hand off to the next generation, bless his heart. <laughs> Cornelius was president of Calvin Theological Seminary in Grand Rapids, Michigan from 2002 to 2011. He says, it must be an odd feeling to be thankful to nobody in particular. Christians often see this odd thing happening on Thanksgiving Day. Everyone seems to be thankful in general. It's very strange. It's a little like being married in general. True. Or generally pregnant. I don't know. Uh, anybody know Brennan Manning? He's an American author. Passed away just a couple years ago. Best known probably for the ragamuffin gospel. He says, The saved sinner is prostrate in adoration, lost in wonder and praise. He knows repentance is not what we do in order to earn forgiveness. It is what we do because we have been Forgiven, And I'd say in the, in the same way, giving thanks is not what we do in order to, to earn God's blessing. 
but it's what we do because we have been blessed. It's sort of like what, what you were going through this morning with it. Just a little change of words can make a huge world of difference. It's a matter of semantics. Uh, the Apostle Paul said, if I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. And that's because he knew God's promise. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And so I would encourage you to, to take time, not just on Thanksgiving Day or Thanksgiving week or whatever, but all throughout the year. Make it a constant time of, of acknowledging your creator and his power and your creaturely weakness. Boast in your weakness. Boast only in the cross. Humble yourself before God in gratitude for his grace, and you'll say with Paul, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. And that's a good cause for Thanksgiving. Uh, so we know that God calls his children to give thanks in all circumstances. We know that giving thanks to our Father positions us as creatures before our Creator and teaches us the humility that admits our need of God and seeks his grace through faith. Um, but I want to focus a little bit on thanksgiving and its capacity for building our faith. When we take time to reflect on everything that God has done for us, we're moved by gratitude for what he did in the past, right? We can tell what he's done in our past. We can all stand up here and tell stories. It's all good stuff. But we're also encouraged to trust him for what he can do for us today. He's not just a God of the past. Our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Anything he did last week, he can do for us this week. And he can do it for us next week. It seems like our culture sort of bases its happiness on happenings, on circumstances, on what's going on, what you're dealing with. It sort of confuses success with significance, and that's not correct. But God knows that an abundant life isn't dependent on anything as fleeting as what we're going through today, right? It's true. And he invites us to enter his gates of worship with thanksgiving, like it says in Psalm 100, knowing that gratitude is that gateway uh, to faith. So I would ask a question, and I'm not looking for audible answers, but this is something you might just chew on over the next couple of days or whatever. What makes giving thanks difficult for you? Okay. What challenges might be competing with gratitude? What things might you be dealing with that are keeping you from focusing on giving thanks to God for his provision? And I would encourage you to remember a time in the past that, that God had met, has met a need in your life, whether it's healing a, a, a hurt or forgiving a sin or restoring relationships or any other work in any other way. Something that he's done for you in the past, remember that. And then hold on to that truth that what he has done in the past, he can do for you today. And he can do for you in the future. Give thanks for his past favor and trust his provision for your present needs. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, and I love this, all I have seen teaches me to trust the creator for all that I have not seen. That's good stuff. So happy Thanksgiving. How many times did y'all say that Thursday? A bunch. You probably typed it on Facebook and tweeted it and all that. Happy Thanksgiving. But it's more than just a wish for one day out of the year, right? Okay. Thanksgiving is happiness. And it's a fact. Um, there are several reports that I looked at um, that go to show that those who give thanks, who have a thankful attitude, are much happier than those that don't. CNN has a report on the positive effects of gratitude that says uh, neurosurgeon, uh, neuroscientists sorry, have discovered that thankful thoughts produce pleasure in the brain. 
That's not surprising. That makes sense. But it goes on to say that they found that thankful thoughts also stimulate areas of the brain that regulate stress. That's a good thing. The Harvard Medical School put out a publication that said, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. That's all good stuff. Okay? There's other studies that have connected gratitude with, with resilience, like uh, counting blessings and, and going through that type of therapy was a factor in managing post-traumatic stress in uh, Vietnam War veterans. And also those that dealt, they were survivors of 9-11, went through counseling such as that. And couples, in one study I read, who exhibit thankfulness, who, who made a determined effort to show or to record thankfulness, to, to remember it. And I love the, I don't know if anybody saw the, one of the posts from uh, the Oliver family this past week. Apparently, y'all have a thankfulness journal or something, and they're up to like number 3,000 something something. What a great idea. I wish I could go back in time and just from childhood on up, just, just keep a record of all the things that, I'm, that I've been thankful for through the years. But one of the studies said the couples who exhibit thankfulness, who, who are determined to, to do that, tend to be more committed to each other and are more likely to remain in their relationships. That's a good thing. I was talking to Jim Powell this morning, and he came up to me and said, well, what are you going to be talking about? And I said, well, this is the end of Thanksgiving week. I want to just sort of tie into Thanksgiving, giving thanks, attitude of gratitude. And he said, let me tell you one of my, my favorite quotes on that. And he said, I don't remember who it came from, but here's the quote. When you count your blessings, you always show a profit. When you count your blessings, you always show a profit. So basically, giving thanks, having an attitude of thanksgiving and gratitude, it's good for us, right? Not only mentally, physically, you know, but also, as we know, spiritually as as believers we know that that's that's we're getting to the 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 big reason that i want to get to why gratitude is so important okay it's because thanksgiving having an attitude of gratitude sorry that sounds like daryl flake attitude of gratitude but having the correct attitude of gratitude it glorifies god that should be our end end game in anything we do is to glorify god and thanksgiving does glorify God. When you stop to give thanks, okay, everyone who sees you do that, they see your faith in action, right? When you give thanks to your creator, when you give thanks to God, they see your faith on display. Your family, your friends, they see that your faith is real, it's personal, it's not just a fleeting thing, it's, it's a real and tangible thing. Uh, if you're in a restaurant and you stop to say grace over your, your meal, and I love seeing people do that, and I love seeing older couples because they'll usually reach across the, the table and they'll just grab that hand. And it's like, you, you, it's that moment, that pause, giving thanks to the person who has provided whatever it is you're about to eat and not being worried about who else is around you. That's a good thing. Because when you do that out in public or in front of family or whatever, you're shining your light. You're putting your light on the stand so it'll be seen throughout the house. And I would say the more public your thanksgiving, the more powerful your witness. Okay? The more public your thanksgiving, I'd say the more powerful 
your witness. The Jewish people were instructed uh, in the Bible in Deuteronomy to, to give thanks for their meals. Uh, we read that Jesus in John chapter 6 took the loaves and when he had given thanks he distributed them to those who were seated so also the fish as much as they wanted. Romans 14 would go to say we eat in honor of the Lord if we give thanks to him first. And by no Tertullian Okay, he, he died around AD 225. He said this of Christian believers. I love it. The believers do not recline at a banquet before prayer be first tasted. Did you get that? They taste their gratitude before they taste their meal. That's cool. But he goes on. He goes, and in like manner, prayer puts an end to the feast. So in describing Christians back in his day, they tasted gratitude before they tasted their meal and then they tied it all up in a gratitude dessert that's great that's good stuff so i would say since thanksgiving is so important to our witness can we resolve to not just on thanksgiving day but throughout the year to no matter where you are just stop before you shovel just let's take a pause and thank god for for being our our provider I wrote this down, uh, I'll, just, I'll just say, if you truly give thanks today, someone else is more likely to give thanks tomorrow because of seeing your example, okay? So attitude of, of thankfulness, thanksgiving, we just, I love this time of the year. I love that we carve out a day to give thanks to our creator. I think that's so important. And I would, I would say, I, I hope that we all do that, not just the one, one day of the year, but throughout the year. But I don't want to talk about giving thanks and thanksgiving and, and gratitude and all that without mentioning the irony of Black Friday. Because we have carved out this day where we say all of our provisions come from you and we're so thankful and then we're elbowing people the next day for, you know, like the last talky Tina doll or, or whatever it is. A little ironic there. It's, it's sort of like a 24-hour feeding frenzy. Uh, shopping's turned into like a martial art. It's sort of like American gladiators with, with you know, the, t the smell of smoked turkey back there in the background. Even online, it's estimated this year $2 billion of online sales on Black Friday billion. Wow. And I would just like to stop and, and take note that Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, is the official start of the Christmas season, one of my favorite times of the year. I love it. I'm a stickler. I will love you with the love of Jesus Christ, but I will hurt you if you play Christmas music before the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm just a stickler for that. Now, my family, will they'll, they'll sort of fudge on that a little bit because their rule is as soon as Santa shows up at the Thanksgiving Day Parade, Christmas music is open season. Uh, I wait till the next day. The day after Thanksgiving, what we call Black Friday, that's the beginning of the Christmas season. And tying into our discussion on Thanksgiving here, I just want us to remember the ultimate reason that we do give thanks is because of the one who was born in the manger, and he died for us on the cross. Okay, that is our ultimate reason for thankfulness. I love the holiday season. Not just because my birthday falls in the holiday season, December 24th, if, if you need. Uh, you have plenty of headway to get stuff. Um, 
But I would say, and some people would, would argue or disagree maybe, but I would say Jesus didn't come just so we could celebrate Christmas. Christmas is a great thing. It's God come to earth. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. But I would say we, Jesus didn't come just so we could celebrate Christmas, but so that we could experience Easter. Okay? I, th- I think that's, that's important because Good Friday was the true Black Friday. Horrible things happened. Horrible things were done to our Savior. But Black Friday became Good Friday because of grace. That's awesome. And there's no better reason to be thankful. So we know that we're supposed to give thanks in all circumstances. We've learned that Thanksgiving uh, encourages our humility. It increases our faith. It provides a great opportunity for us to witness, right? And we know that we're ultimately thankful for what Jesus did for us on the cross. And then he gave us a job to do, right? Okay, what's our job? Go tell the world. Absolutely, we have a job to do. And I would say that gratitude in the life of a Christian gives us power for our service. See, when, when we give thanks uh, to someone for, for something, uh, basically we're, we're acknowledging that um, we owe them that debt of gratitude. We're thanking them for doing something for us. We, we give thanks not for what we have earned, but for what we haven't earned. We give thanks. We're thankful. We want to repay our benefactor, right? For the kindness that we've received. We give thanks for our food because we know that uh, we don't deserve what a lot of people in the world don't have on a regular basis, right? We give thanks for our family because we recognize that, uh, that fragile grace that somehow binds us all together. We give thanks for our blessings because that's what they are. They're blessings. We give thanks for them. We're, we're thankful. We're moved to give what has been given to us, right? Okay? Hopefully so. We can, all, we can all agree to that. We are moved to give what has been given to us. We have exactly, we know this, we have exactly what the world needs, right? We know the truth. We have what they need. We have the truth of God's word. And, and truth, people have a lot of different um, ideas of what truth is, okay? Uh, but I'll say this, if, if their truth isn't based on God and his word, it's sort of like sitting on a, on a two-legged stool. It's not very solid, okay? And I'll just say this, if, if the truth doesn't need crutches, if it's limping, it's a lie, okay? So, uh, and so we've been given this job to do. We have what the world needs. We've been given a job to do. And I don't know a more powerful motive for serving God than gratitude, you can guilt people into doing things, okay? You can guilt people into doing things, but guilt fades away, right? You can scare people into doing things. I've been scared into doing things. But guess what? Fears can be conquered, okay? But I would say that grace received will always be grace. Paul served Jesus because he would never forget. He could never forget what Jesus did for him. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I'm the worst of them all. What a great reason to be thankful. We get to play a part in God's plan. That's great. That's awesome. What a great job to be given. We get to help other people get adopted into the family of God. That's special.
And that's truly a great reason for giving thanks all year long, I'd say. So that's what I have. Basically, keep an attitude of gratitude. And that's, that's hard. If you're like me, uh, sometimes the distractions get in the way of your, your uh, attitude of thankfulness. But that's why it's so important to stay in the Word, to have that personal relationship daily with God through prayer and His Word so that we can maintain that attitude of thankfulness and then go do our job and shine His light to the world. Amen? Amen. Father, thank you so much for, again, this opportunity to... to, um, to share what you put on my heart here this evening, Father. And uh, thank you for each person here. I pray that you will, that they will see you in such a real way daily that they will have no choice but to have an attitude of, of thankfulness for what you've done in their lives. And I thank you that it's not just a history of faithfulness, but it's a future of faithfulness in you. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I thank you for that, Father. Again, thank you for this day, and thank you for everything that you have planned for us this week. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I usually don't come up here, but, but now as Craig shared our devotion time as a staff. So now you know what, what all the, the, the staff has known for years. And that's what we look forward to just a devotional time. Because he can say, Craig, God has gifted him as a great communicator. And... Uh, my son has one word to describe Craig. He's, Zach's worked for a, a little over a year, a year and a half out at the FLC, and, and Zach's description of Craig is he's cool. Uh, but, but he's a cool, but I want to say also a tremendous communicator of the truth of God's word, and I've enjoyed it. Thank you so much. You're, you're free to go. Awesome.